It's time for Fed Talk, the live show for Feds in the Know. From federal agencies to Capitol Hill, the attorneys of Shaw, Bransford, and Roth bring in experts from across the federal community to bring you inside the issues. Fed Talk is meant to provide general information about legal issues. However, the views expressed in this program are not intended to provide legal counseling. Listeners are cautioned not to rely upon any statements made in resolving legal issues they may face, but instead to consult with their own attorney about specific situations. Attorneys are not engaged in providing legal services while appearing on the program and are not responsible in any manner for the consequences that may stem directly or indirectly from reliance on any statement made during this program. Good morning and welcome to Fed Talk. I'm Deborah Roth. I'm hosting today's show in studio with me today. Um, are people affiliated, people you want to talk to or hear from regarding your open season choices. You're a federal employee. You know you're in open season. You're in the federal employee health benefits open season. It ends um, in a week or so. And traditionally, Fed Talk brings you an open season show. And today, our open season show, our open season show is um, with long-term care partners, Joan Melanson, um, who are also the sponsor of our show. Good morning, Joan. Good morning. It's delightful to be here. And Long-Term Care Partners is running, I think it's their second or third year, they're running the virtual benefits fair for the Federal Employee Health Benefits Open Season. Is it your second or third year, Joan? This is our second year. It's your second last year. Last year was a soft launch, and this year we're hitting them very yeah. strong. Yeah. And it's been very successful. And they're playing Jeopardy online. We're going to hear all about that during, um, during today's show. And... I am surprised. I don't know why I'm surprised. I've been hosting the show for uh, 15, 20 years. But for some reason, I, I cannot, ex- a reason I cannot explain, we have never had Blue Cross Blue Shield on our open season show. So this is an incredible treat. Um, and I hope it's the beginning of a tradition to have Blue Cross on the show. Um, you know, number one provider of health insurance to federal employees. So we're really delighted to have Bill Breskin. Good morning, Bill. Good morning. And Kathleen Proctor. Good morning. Um, who who run the program? Um, you know what a treat. Um, if you're in federal employee health benefit world, Bill Breskin's name is the name everybody knows. And what a treat to have Bill in the studio. He's the head of the federal employee program for Blue Cross Blue Shield. That is correct. That, that's right. And um, and been with been with Blue Cross Blue Shield for a while. And Kathleen Proctor is the director of member benefits. Correct. Um, and I think has the most one of the most fascinating jobs in town. <laughs> she negotiates the contract with OPM, um, I guess, each year. Correct. Yes. Um, for um, what the benefits package will look like, and at what price. Right. That's that's a great job. That's because you were a lawyer. Yeah, I think that's a great job. <laughs> um, it is a great job. So, um, so Bill, let's start with you a little sure. bit um, about. Um, because what we're going to do later on in the show is we're going to hopefully, um, I don't want to say pull apart, but go through the two, the two options that mm-hmm. Blue Cross offers, sure. standard and basic. And we know Kathleen's the savant on that. Um, but for people who are listening, many of whom have Blue Cross Blue Shield as their health insurance, let's hear it from the guy. Sure. Well, that's a very, very kind introduction. I'm uh, flattered. Uh, I've had the opportunity to be involved and uh, run the Blue Cross Blue Shield Federal Employee Program for the last six years, um, and uh, it's a great honor, uh, not only to run the program, but to work with uh, the federal government and the U.S. Office of Personnel Management on this amazing program. You know, the program started in 1960, um, and uh, of course, none of us were here, right? Um, I wasn't and, born. Me either. <laughs> no comment. Um, having said that... <laughs> You know, we had this great partnership with uh, OPM at that time, the U.S. Civil Service Commission, uh, for all these years uh, involved in this amazing program, you know, that way ahead of its time, creating a marketplace where um, over 250 offerings nationwide, lots of different choices between PPO products, HMO products, lots of different benefits. Uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield has been in this program since the onset, all 56 years. This will now be the 57th, I guess, uh, and have offered our PPO products uh, for all those years. Some some of them have changed over time. Right now we have standard option and basic option, and Kathleen uh, will spend some time talking about those. 
but we've been uh, lucky enough to offer those products for all those years. Having said that, there's a huge choice of products mm-hmm. available. Mm-hmm. Uh, and certainly what I want to emphasize to everybody mm-hmm. as they uh, look at the products during open season, it really should look at, th- at value. And I think of value in kind of three big components. How easy is it to use um, your health insurance? How much do you understand what the benefits are and how easy it is to find them out and to use them? Second of all, how comprehensive is the network? You know, you want to make sure that whoever your doctor is or your specialist um, is in the network and it's real easy to work with them. You're not running into the problems of them being out of network and it may be not a covered benefit, blah, blah, blah. You want to make sure that uh, the network is broad and comprehensive. And then I think you want to just make sure the benefits are as comprehensive as possible. For your needs. Exactly. Because people's needs are different. Absolutely. um, Depending upon, you know, their, their own personal makeups. That's Even, exactly young, right. you know, you can have a young person who has a chronic illness who, you know, might be interested in a different health insurance package than their friend who, you know, is in perfect health and never had a problem. Right. Um, and that's why, you know, I think what OPM does in offering all of the different options and figuring that out nationwide for its employees nationwide where they're getting health care in many different settings um, I agree with you, Bill, is really um, far ahead of its time. You know, it's the, it's the concept of universal coverage in a single population, and how do you do that? And they've done a great job, OPM, over the years. Terrific job. Yeah, absolutely. Been a great partner. Yeah. Um, and interestingly enough, um, we have long-term care partners with us today to talk about the virtual benefits mall because Blue Cross Blue Shield is one of the providers that you would consider if you're a federal employee um, in providing your health insurance and the way one of the ways now this year OPM is allowing people to sort of sort through their options is the is the virtual benefits fair I said mall that's right but it, it, that's close <laughs> enough it's a it's, well it is kind of a, a mall and and people will say to me what's this virtual benefits fair that you're talking about think going to um, a health fair Think going to a conference. What do you do? You walk into a big hall, and what do you see? You see a, a whole number of booths, and you, you have a representative behind each booth. And you go from booth to booth, and you pick up the materials, and you look at the materials, and there are a lot of choices. As Bill said, there are probably 250 mm-hmm. health plans, um, and how, how does one decide? There are 10 OPM-sanctioned um Dental plans, and Blue Cross is one of them. There are four sanctioned vision plans. Blue Cross is in each one of them. But you have all of these choices. So as a Fed, you've got to make decisions. Now, every, a lot of us, and myself included, we have inertia. We like what we have, and we don't make any changes. But, you know, getting the best deal for your insurance buck is really important. Making sure that you look to see what does each plan off, offer? And uh, Kathleen will talk about it. Those plans change every year. The prices change every mm-hmm. every year. But finally, your needs change. And the needs that you had five years ago may be very different than your needs today. The virtual benefits fair will help you figure out what's the best plan for you at that time. So, Joan, walk us through. Well, first of all, Virtual, it's online. We're not we're not walking into an actual. Even though some agencies are still hosting, um, you know, an actual fair Mm -hmm. in their, um, you know, in the lobbies of their buildings or in their cafeterias. um, The idea behind the virtual benefit fair was um, to bring it more accessible to those agencies where they weren't hosting. Right? Absolutely. Um, The IRS and USPS decided this year not to host them. In addition to that, and while we attend probably 300 health fairs, not every vendor can go to every single fair in every building all over the country. You also know that some of the the trends that we're seeing is that people are working remote, they are um, traveling, and you know what? They're very busy. It's very difficult to get to that one day that your agency is hosting a fair. And sometimes people go to a fair and they have other questions. So this is a good resource. Think of putting all of this information in one place where you're letting your fingers do the walking, not your 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 feet, because you've got everything 
once you get into the, the benefits fair, all the information is there. And you can just go from booth to booth and you can grab all the information that you want, put it in your briefcase and you can do comparisons. Your electronic briefcase. Your electronic briefcase. And you can print it if you want or you could just look at it online depending upon how many trees mm-hmm. you want to kill and, and the process. And Joan, you and I have talked about this fair uh, a few months ago, right at the before, just mm-hmm. before the opening right. of just before the opening of open season. And um, one of the things, the, one of the points you made sort of stuck with me, which is, you know, in the quote unquote old days when we walked through the health fairs, you know, you collected paper information and you had this limited amount of time where you were actually going to go and talk to the people who represented the healthcare, mm-hmm. uh, the health insurance companies. Um, and so that was your time slot when you got it done. The nice thing about the benefits fair is you can collect all that information in your briefcase. And then if you're a night owl, you can go back online at one o'clock in the morning and like spend time sort of like in your quiet time, right? Powering through the information you've collected. You absolutely can. And not only that, there are two days and one of them has already passed, but the one coming up December 7th, you can do an online chat with the representative. We're really trying to simulate what it's like to walk through an event fair. But as I said, you let your fingers do the walking. You can actually chat. So if you were to look, for example, at um, Blue Cross Health, and you see they have the standard and the, and the basic plan that we're going to talk about, you can look at the differences between the two. And if you had a question, there would be a rep's name there that on December 7th, you can actually send a, a message and do an online chat. Not personal information, but very Um, a very general information. During the other times when it's available, as you mentioned, if you're a night owl, it's available 24-7, you could send, there'll be a contact name there. You could send an email or you'll have a phone number. So you'll be able to contact someone with the question that you have. So some people have already gone to their health fair, but they haven't made that decision. They could go online and they could narrow down and make their final choices. So um, um, we're going to, Joan, you're going to talk more after we take our commercial break about how people access the virtual mm-hmm. benefit fair um, and what are the uh, different functions available to them and how long it'll be open for. Because sure. I don't know the date that open season closes, but I'm sure one December of you... December 12th. Okay. <laughs> um, somebody here does. But we do need to take our first commercial break. You're listening to Fed Talk on Federal News Radio, 1500 a.m. Make long-term care insurance part of your retirement plan. Long-term care is expensive, and it's not covered by traditional types of insurance plans. With benefits designed specifically for the federal family, the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program offers a smart way to help protect savings and assets and remain independent should you need long-term care services someday. Start planning for the future. Take the next step and visit ltcfeds.com today. That's ltcfeds.com. Welcome back to Fed Talk. I'm Deborah Roth. I'm hosting today's show. This is your Fed Talk open season show. And I'm so pleased to be able to have with us in the studio um, Joan Melanson, who's who's also a friend of mine from Long Term Care Partners. Long Term Care Partners um, is the um, is the organization this year providing uh, federal employees with the virtual benefits fair, which we've talked a little bit about before the commercial break. And what a great honor to have Blue Cross Blue Shield with us, um, the provider of health insurance to almost to most federal employees for most of um, the existence of the federal workforce. And um, and it's Bill Breskin and Kathleen Proctor. And we are going to spend a good deal of time talking um, soon with um, Blue Cross Blue Shield about the two options that are available to federal employees, standard and basic. There's changes. There's some really cool new things, which I wish that I could take advantage of um, <clears throat> and um, preview and um, or <laughs> teaser. And um, um, and we have actually Kathleen Proctor with us, who's the director of member benefits who I keep saying I think has the coolest job in Washington. She negotiated the benefits package uh, with OPM. Um, but, Joan, we, I want to finish up with the virtual benefits fair because we, we, we introduced our listeners to it. But how do they access it and what is the functionality of it? Okay, well, to access it, you go directly to our www.ltcfeds.com. 
um, dot com website and you'll see a little banner that will come up and it will say the virtual benefits fair you'll have to register and that's for security reasons so you'll put in your um, you'll create your um, put in a um, your your email address and create a password and then once you get in there you'll see um, a little greeter that will tell you what you can do in the fair and, and you can listen to her then you you look around and what you see are a number of different things Besides the, the booths, and you'll see regional dental plans, FedVIP, FEHB, um, FSA, FEDS, Benefeds, and the FELTSIP, you will also see um, a plan resource center. And you would go to a plan resource center to get all of the plan documents, the 2017 mm. um, plan documents there. And, and that's where a lot of people spend their time. They go there. And they're um, they're picking up their information and they're putting it in their in their um, uh, in their electronic uh, briefcase. And the plan document is is the document that issues from each health insurance that describes the benefits coverage. Absolutely, along Could be with premiums and copays, everything you need to know and more would be there. And that would be not only for the um, health plans; it would be for the dental plans and the vision plans. And interesting when you look when you first go online when it says um, FedVIP when you go when you click on FedVIP you'll see a list you'll see dental plans and you'll see vision plans and then if you click on that you'll see the different plans that are available so you know we, it's simple and then you drill down as you go through and then you could go to the individual plans that you want go through them get their information and they've got a lot of information mm-hmm. on each. Um, on each plan. So you can grab the kind of, of information that, that, that you want there. Um, you can also go to something called a benefits lounge and you can look at. Do they at, serve cocktails? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> virtual. They're virtual. They're virtual? Cocktails. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and then when you go there, you can see different webcasts and uh, you can see the FedVIP comparison tools. Oh, and interesting. And you can see. Um, the OPM websites are there too. So that gives you a little bit more general information. And then you can click on to benefits and actually do the enrollment. So it's one-stop shopping. You can do all the, all the comparisons and then you can actually enroll. You can actually enroll through the fair? The FedVIP wow. For the FedVIP. You're going to have to go to FSA Feds Got it. and the health insurance to do their own. But it's all in one. We're making it easy. We're taking all of this information that each carrier has developed and we're putting it in one place so that you can go through and and do your um, comparison shop and of course it's um, the the benefits fair is brought to you by long-term care partners most federal employees Joan know long-term care partners as the provider of long-term care insurance exactly because we started that way in 2002 but in um, seven years later we um, secured the benefits uh, contract from OPM. And this is all OPM sanctioned. So every word in here has been approved by OPM. These are all OPM approved um, carriers for health, insurance, um, dental, and vision. And so you can be assured that all the information is correct. And so the thing that we tried to do this year is to engage people a little bit more. And we and it's interesting how popular, but we have a trivia Jeopardy style a game that we have in there. Except no one wins any money, Nobody, which is what's confusing to me. Nobody wins <laughs> anything. And no cocktails. I can tell you that to date we've had 93, over 9,300 people um, register for this. And we have a good portion of people, close to 3,000, who have played this Jeopardy type game. It's very interesting. There are 25 Jeopardy questions and people like to do it. They like to see how smart they are. And believe it or not, there's a leader, a list of the winners. The and, leaderboard. And a leaderboard. And people want to see where, how they stack up and whether they can answer these questions. And believe it or not, they can learn some very, some things that they might not know unintentionally. One of the questions, and <laughs> I'm going to put Kathleen on the spot because, uh, um, but one of them, for example, is the service benefit plan, FEP, has been part of the federal employees health benefit program since what since since what year? And there were four choices: 1942, mm-hmm. 1960, 1975, and 2001. Geez, I wonder which one it is. 
I know, I know. I'm putting you guys on the spot because <laughs> I can we put her name on the leaderboard if she gets it right? Nineteen sixty. <laughs> and you get and actually you get five hundred points for that. And people hey. are going up and there are twenty five questions and everybody's had a blast doing it. They're having fun. And it, gets it is people, nice to do something a little fun like that. And it gets people to go and visit the different booths. And, you know, if you go to a conference right now, they'll often have a little um, a, a piece of paper. They get stamped if you visit each booth mm-hmm. in a conference. This is a way of getting people to, to go there. But in addition, they're actually learning some things. So, I, I you know, we're finding that to be very popular. Um, so this year you've had 9,300 people into so the... Far, so, so far, so far. And I, I know a lot of people are waiting for that December 7th day mm-hmm. from 10 to 7. As I mentioned before, you have the online chat. Is that Wednesday the 7th? It's Wednesday, right? Um, I think so. It is. Yes. Monday's the 5th, yeah. And um, So it's this coming Wednesday for our listeners. It's this coming Wednesday, 10 to 5, that's Eastern time. You will have the availability not only to do the kinds of things I've talked about, but you can do an online chat with any of the representatives. And I know, Kathleen, you probably have someone, a a couple of people from your organization. We do indeed, yes. We we participated in it last year. Right. And um, this year, the first one, and we will be geared up for the second one. We have about eight reps sitting in a conference room Mm -hmm. to answer questions. And we're kept very busy. Do they know that it's 19? Do they know the answer to the Jeopardy question? I don't know how well they're doing okay. on the responses. <laughs> okay. But. We know they know the benefits plan, but do they know how long they've been providing health insurance? Oh, our people do, <laughs> but I don't know about the people visiting our booth. But yeah, yeah we, we love the virtual fair. We think it's a great opportunity to, to reach out to some people that we wouldn't otherwise get to um, get to speak to and have an opportunity to answer their questions. And so, this isn't true. Joan, my question about the online chat is, let's say I've decided I want to ask a question on your online chat of Blue Cross Blue Shield, mm-hmm. and I get one of the eight reps. Sure. I ask a question, they give me an answer. Is that question answered just for me to see, or does everyone... People can see it. Everyone can see it. Yes. So, we're, so that's kind of like um, group sourcing. Is that the term of art these days, or crowdsourcing? Crowdsourcing. Right, right. We're trying to get engagement. People mm-hmm. these days really like engagement, mm-hmm. and you can learn from other people. Other people's but questions. We, we, again, let me caution, no personal information. Mm-hmm. And if it gets personal, if, if I have a personal question, I'm going to say, set up a time that I can talk right, offline right. on that. I also want to say this does not replace um, going to event, events in person. This supplements it for people mm-hmm. that can't go, want additional information, or so on. So we're trying to satisfy needs, varying needs of, of people. And as the workforce changes and people have different work styles and habits or they're working remote, we're trying to, to change with the times. Mm-hmm. And it's also, you know, just having been in the workforce over 25 years, just the quantity of information that the average worker has to deal with Mm -hmm. just for their job, right? And this isn't about necessarily doing their job. You know, making a health insurance choice is a, is, is, you know, these, it's a personal benefit. Um, And, you know, OPM has always had hundreds of plans to choose from, but I wonder if Bill correct me, um, I wonder if I'm right. This is just intuitive. The complexity of plans um, has magnified to the point where I feel like I can read it and understand it at that moment, that comparison. But don't ever ask me because um, I have to help make the decision inside our in our law firm when we're looking at you know plans, and I can look at them and understand them at the time and maybe do some comparison. But the complexity feels like I can't hold on to it for very long. That information. And it seems like we didn't have that um, maybe 15, 20 years ago. The things seemed less complex, less information. I think that's right. I think, you know, the the science has advanced tremendously. So there are so many more different therapies and um, opportunities to uh, provide help to people. Uh, and we needed, as I think all the insurers did, needed to adjust our coverages um, and by definition, it is complex. I mean, you look at the benefits brochures that are out for the uh, um, all of the p- plans that are available, and they're well in excess of 100 pages. Yeah. The key is, yeah. is that, you know, for example, what we do is we do a lot of stuff electronically and online mm-hmm. in conjunction with uh, the online uh, benefit fair um, to show you how to navigate through those benefits in a way that you can really focus on what's related to your situation. Mm-hmm. And my advice would be sit down and chart out what you need healthcare to do for you. 
right. in the past year, maybe in the past five years, so that you can get an idea of what you think and anticipate you're going to need, and then check those things out against the benefit brochure. You can do a search um, on all of our stuff based on specific conditions or treatments that you need to do, and to be able to look at the specific benefits related to that. That would be my suggestion of the best way to do a comparison. Sort of to navigate all that information. So, Joan, sort of getting back to that point that I was making, to me, because you, you just made that final point, it's a supplement. It's not, it doesn't replace walking into the health fair. And, you know, and I think that's just a sign of, of where we are in our society, the quantum of information and the complexity of decisions that people have to make. Um, you know, I think this is just a sign of the times. And I, I do think that, Having not, I haven't been online, the, the benefits uh, fair, but I do think that it offers a really powerful supplement where people can, in their own time, at home, when it's quiet, sort of power through that information um, that you didn't necessarily have to power through 15, 20 years ago. Oh, absolutely. And going green and doing it when you want to do it, using it on your tablet, on your, on your uh, phone, you can look at all this information and... It's, it's really just making things easier. But who's going to carry all those documents when you can just, you know, go through and see what you what you need there? Mm-hmm. And that's what, what people are doing. And bookmark what you need. Yep. So um, 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 we spent some time talking about the virtual benefits fair brought, um, brought to federal employees by <clears throat> long-term care partners. When we come back from our mid-show break, we're going to spend the rest of the time talking with Blue Cross, Blue Shield, and talking about the comparison between standard and basic. And uh, I think there's about five new things that you've highlighted um, in this year's um, benefits offering, um, some of which I thought were very interesting. But we need to take our mid-show break. You're listening to Fed Talk on Federal News Radio, 1500 AM. Make long-term care insurance part of your retirement plan. Long-term care is expensive, and it's not covered by traditional types of insurance plans. With benefits designed specifically for the federal family, the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program offers a smart way to help protect savings and assets and remain independent should you need long-term care services someday. Start planning for the future. Take the next step and visit ltcfeds.com today. That's ltcfeds.com. If you're a federal law enforcement officer, then you know to do your job, you tap inside sources. To have a voice on policy and legislation, you join FLIOA. And when you want federal law enforcement officer news and up-to-date federal court decisions, you read FedAgent.com. If you aren't reading FedAgent.com, subscribe today. It's free. Don't let this source pass you by. I'm John Adler, president of the Federal Law Enforcement Officers Association, and I approve this message. Welcome back to Fed Talk. I'm Deborah Roth. I'm hosting today's show. It's our open season show, our annual open season show on Fed Talk. And um, we have a real treat here today um, to be able to have the head of the federal um, Blue Cross Blue Cross Blue Shield um, Health Insurance Program, Bill Breskin, with us today in the studio. Bill, thanks for showing up. Really glad to be here. Um, no, it's, you know, I mean, you insure five point some million federal workers. And their families. Absolutely, five point four. Yeah, and um, and and it's you know Blue Cross Blue Shield solid. It's a solid health insurance company. That's why you have so many people who go there, and it's really a nice treat to be able to have you on the show. And Kathleen, um, we understand you're the guru um, and can help walk us through. It's Kathleen Proctor, is the director of member benefits, um, and you can help walk through standard and basic, and then maybe after you tell us the difference. Maybe you can point out um, why a person of a certain, you know, background or issue who has certain circumstances would pick one over the other. Okay, absolutely. And this is a great opportunity to do that. I will say that one of the probably top three questions that we get asked at benefit fairs is what is the difference between standard option and basic options? And people are often confused by that. And they think that standard, they often think standard option is must be better. It's higher cost, and therefore it's got to be a better insurance. And I frankly think that's the basis of some people's decision for sticking with it. So it is important for people to understand the difference. So um, standard option, as I mentioned, does have higher premiums. 
it enables members to have more flexibility with the network because it does allow for coverage outside of the network. Any provider you go to, you will get some level of coverage. If you go to a preferred provider, you get the highest level of benefit. Um, it's a mixture of co-pays and co-insurances, and it also does have a small deductible. So it's a $350 deductible for an individual or a $700 deductible for that a family. That is small. It's a small yeah. deductible. Wow. But basic option has slightly lower premiums than standard option does, and it does not have a deductible at all. It also does not have any of the co-insurance. It's mostly set co-pays that the member would pay. Now, with basic option, members do have to use the network providers. If they go outside of the network, there is no coverage unless an exception needs to be made in an extraordinary circumstances. So when you say there's no coverage, they can go outside the network, but it's completely out of pocket. Correct. Does that complete out of pocket count towards that annual out of pocket amount that um, uh, each plan has? So the, the catastrophic the, maximum? Yeah, the out-of-pocket maximum, I yeah. think, for basic is 5500 Yeah, so if they go to out-of-network providers, it doesn't count It doesn't that. count towards it. Correct. Okay. Right. So important to point out that the network is the same for standard and basic option. And we have about 92% of the providers in the country participating in our networks and at 96% of hospitals participating in the network. So the networks are, are very broad. They're robust. So I, I definitely encourage folks, if they're looking for a lower-cost option, to look at BASIC. And as Bill mentioned at the beginning of the show, really see if your provider is in. Because we know that's important to people. They want, they want to see the provider that they've become accustomed to seeing and built that trust in. But the networks are very broad. I want to point out that they're both PPO products. And, Bill, you also mentioned that up at the top of the show. What do you mean by PPO, by Kathleen? PPO, it's a preferred provider organization, which differs from an HMO in that you don't have to get referrals to go to a specialist. So both the basic and the standard option allow members to self-refer. No referral needed, no gatekeeper with a primary care physician. They both have nationwide and overseas coverage. And I know that's important to people. They often say, like, well, with one, what if I live in Maryland, but I'm traveling to Texas? We cover you wherever you are. In both options. In both options. Okay. Yes. Both options have the self only, the self plus one, and the self and family tiers. Um, one of the other key differences, we have this tool on our website called Ask Blue. And it's a great tool. Kathleen, what's your website address? It's www.fepblue.com. And oh, .org. .org. Sorry. .org. That's okay. Org. I make that mistake all the yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm sure the blue. internet would F tell F us exactly where to go. Yeah. There you go. And And on there, you, you can use the Ask Blue tool. That's a great tool for people who are asking this very question. Should I do standard or basic option? Because it will walk you through what are your specific circumstances. How often do you go to the provider? Um, what prescriptions you might use? And it walks you through this series of questions. And in the end, it will, it can, it will give you a recommendation of which plan might be better for you. Another thing to, to, uh, that's key difference between the two is in the pharmacy coverage. So in the... In the standard option plan, we have retail pharmacy benefit and a mail order pharmacy benefit. In basic option, there is only the retail pharmacy benefit. So you do not have the option of using the mail order pharmacy. Okay, and what's the mail order? So with the mail order, you, you order your prescriptions through the mail order pharmacy, and you can get a 90-day supply of the drugs mailed directly to your home, and you just pay the one copay instead of getting in, in the 30-day increments where you pay the copay per 30-day increment. So it's a cost saving. So for people who have either one expensive prescription or multiple prescriptions, it, can be, it may it can be a cost savings. It can be a cost savings yeah. for them to go into right. standard. Correct. And also the the amount of the co-pays versus the co-insurances between standard and basic options with the with the medications is also different. So sometimes members who who take a lot of medications end up better off in the standard option program. So that's why it's really important to look at what your individual circumstances are. And the um, basic, I, did you say this? I think you did, Kathleen. Basic has no deductible. Correct. So um, 
And for the standard, it's three fifty per individual and seven hundred per family. Correct. Tell us how the deductible works for the people who are picking standard, because I can see someone who might have either an expensive medication or multiple medications and is considering standard, right? But they're going to have to pay a deductible out, so they have to sort of weigh that three hundred and fifty. Correct. Um, versus the amount of medication they might be buying and how much they might save through their copay, right? Correct. So So, how does the deductible work? You definitely want to look at the brochure to get the details on which services are and aren't applied to the deductible. So for example, so some services would be applied against that $350, meaning you have to pay $350 out of pocket before your coverage kicks in. Some services don't apply to the deductible at all. For example, example, preventive care services. So if I go to the doctor for my annual physical or a well-woman check or well-child care, those services are not subject to the deductible. Right. So your coverage is immediate. Other services, you have to pay that 350 or the 700 before your coverage will kick in. Mm-hmm. So the, the brochure will very clearly state for every service that... You know, like like Bill was saying earlier, look at what your needs are, mm-hmm. um, how you typically go to the doctor, and then you would know whether or not those services apply to the doctor. So, Bill, when um, in the earlier segment to the show, you had mentioned that there was an analytical tool for helping people to figure out standard versus basic. Right. Um, is that the Ask Blue? Was that the? Yes. Um, there's both Ask Blue, and then there's the capacity to just actually see the brochure. Um, you can call our um, we an 800 number that we have that's available to get a copy of of the brochure. However, we actually have search functions within that's what you our were online talking about. tools where you can say, okay, tell me everything related to uh, delivery, let's say, of a, of a baby. Everything will be right there and it will be right in front of you and you can just read what the benefit is, including does it or does it not apply towards the deductible? Mm-hmm. Are there pre-certification requirements? Which is another big thing that people... Uh, get tripped up by often in health insurance is that they may be going in for a specific procedure or um, some type of treatment, and there's a requirement to be pre-certified. It will also tell you whether pre-certification is necessary. So in those circumstances, before you're going to a hospital, you're having a a treatment, uh, you can go ahead and look at that and figure out whether you need to be contacting your health insurer first or whether you can just go straight in without having to get a pre-certification. So those are two nice functionalities in your website mm-hmm. that help people. Because I do think, you know, I think if a, if a health insurance plan is that many pages, there's these complexities. And, of course, if you're just not insuring yourself, but you're insuring your family, you know, each family member has their own individual situation that you have to sort of consider as you walk yourself through the plans. And, and that's nice to be able to have you know, that functionality, <laughs> excuse me. Yeah, you know, I think mm-hmm. health insurance is the most, you know, we think, maybe we're partial, but we think is the most important um, benefit that you can sign up for mm-hmm. every year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also the most complicated. Yeah. And so our job, and if we're not doing it, we need to know this, but I think our job is to make people be able to understand and navigate through this incredibly complicated healthcare system we have and the way that their their health is covered under health insurance plans. Right. So hopefully this does that and and that's what we're constantly looking at to make sure we do the best job we can. Yeah, so it's a really it's a thoughtful question when people ask us the difference between standard and basic. You don't want to just look at the premiums. You really want to be happy with the choice that you make and make sure that it's right for you. So we do delve more into how do you use your your coverage in helping people to answer that question. And the the difference in premium, I saw that somewhere in something I read, um, but you do have a chart somewhere on the website where you show the difference Correct. in premium. And um, I got to say, federal workers, I know that the cost of insurance has gone up, but if you compare it um, to going into group, you know, just general group insurance into mm-hmm. the marketplace that, that we have to do, it's, ama- it's, it's like 50% less expensive um, than than per person to insure, because we use, at our law firm, we use Care First, which is your affiliate, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And and it's it's like 50%. Right. One of the things we're most proud of, I think, is our ability to try to manage the costs. You know, as you know, the cost of health care and health treatment has gone up uh, 
far greater than the general cost of living increases for many, many years. Having said that, it's that baby boomer population just getting old and demanding medical care, isn't it? Well, we're getting one. We have more baby boomers. (laughs) Two, we're not as healthy as we used to be. There isn't as many people who are as healthy as they used to be, and there are procedures and drugs and requirements that are just more expensive. Yeah, you know, and so. When you add those together, but we've really taken a good look at it, and we've managed to keep our premium increases well below the national average for several years now. Yeah. Uh, and well, there's always rumors in the last three to five years. There were rumors about how high you would go up, yeah. and you always came in fifty percent or more last more under what the rumor was that the increase mm-hmm. would be. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's very gratifying. And. And, you know, generally speaking, though, the federal worker population is considered more healthier than the general population. You hear that. I hear that a lot. Is, is that? Well, there's two, con- there's two factors. One is yes, um, in terms of active people. But remember, uh, retirees are also covered. So we really run the gamut. And frankly, what you see, because we're so big, eight plus million people, is um, we're kind of a snapshot of the entire country. Mm-hmm. So whatever the health is of the country, you kind of mm-hmm. see that in our insurance program. Well, you know, I don't want to preach out to people who aren't listening to me, but it is a great model to think about because you provide pretty comprehensive health insurance to a lot of people at a cost that I, you know, as a as an as a private employer, am unable to be able to procure. So there is some wisdom mm-hmm. there that maybe um, maybe you know, can carry on to the greater population. Um, We're going to take the last break of our show, but when we come back, Bill and Kathleen, I was thinking we could talk about some of the new additions, Mm -hmm. benefit additions um, to this year's um, standard standard and basic. Um, But we are going to take the last break of our show. You're listening to Fed Talk on Federal News Radio, 1500 AM. Make long-term care insurance part of your retirement plan. Long-term care is expensive, and it's not covered by traditional types of insurance plans. With benefits designed specifically for the federal family, the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program offers a smart way to help protect savings and assets and remain independent should you need long-term care services someday. Start planning for the future. Take the next step and visit ltcfeds.com today. That's ltcfeds.com. Welcome back to Fed Talk. I'm Deborah Roth, and I've been hosting today's show. It's our open season show, and if you just tuned in, um, I encourage you to go back and listen listen again uh, once it posts to the website. We spent the first half hour talking with Joan Melanson of Long-Term Care Partners. They're running for OPM. They're running the virtual benefits fair where you can go online and look at all of the health insurance um, programs and providers, collect information, do a live chat on December 7th. And and also the dental vision at FSA, federal long-term care insurance, as well as benefits. So it's it's a whole array of your benefits all in one place. And it's available until the last day of open season, which is uh, Monday. It's December 12th. But on December 7th, if you want to do an online chat, if you want to listen to Tammy Flanagan, who's affiliated with um, GovExec, uh, talk about benefits in general. She, she's on from 3.30 to 5. You can ask her some questions. And there are all kinds of things that you can do on December uh, 7th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. Um, and we spent, I guess, the last 15 minutes of the show speaking with Kathleen Proctor from Blue Cross Blue Shield um, who sort of walked us through standard and basic, the differences, and highlighted some of the differences that might matter to you depending upon your circumstances. But I think that was most informative that came out of the last discussion are the two analytical tools that Blue Cross offers for people to decide between standard and basic. Bill says they have like a search function um, where you can like put in your particular health needs um, and it'll bring up everything that relates to that so you can sort of see that in a snapshot. And Kathleen, you talked uh, about Ask Blue, Ask Blue, mm-hmm. where it's an actual interactive, you know, you have a question, they provide an answer, helping people collect the information they need to figure out which option's best for them. Um, yeah, and but- I have to say, too, that OPM on their website, opm.gov, has a comparison tool as well. 
So if, if people are looking at us against, so our tool is standard versus basic option, but the OPM.gov uh, comparison tool will allow them to compare us to other carriers. Sure. And you, and you can get to that from the virtual benefits fair as well under the um, the, the lounge area where um, we provide general resources like that. So they're specific and they're general and they're comparison tools. Yeah. Now that's good to point out mm -hmm. that um, that you can also compare Blue Cross products with the other products being offered right. um, and, and make the decision that's best for you and your family. Um, but Blue Cross does have a few new things in 2017, um, Kathleen, that you've negotiated. Yes. <laughs> so tell us about some of your favorites. Well, just to back up just a wee bit, um, we do go through an annual benefit negotiation process with OPM. And with that, we take a look at... Um, the Affordable Care Act is one of the things that we always look at, what's new, what might be um, new regulations that, that have come out as a result of that that cause us to make some benefit changes, and that continues to evolve and influence us each year. We also do look at state of science. Like Bill said, technology is, is constantly changing, and as new procedures or tests are become available or approved, um, we look to adding those to our benefit structure. So I just want people to know that, you know, those things stay top of mind. We also, of course, discuss benefit changes with OPM, who's looking at it across the whole federal right. workforce and um, often will mandate benefit changes to be made. So this year, um, we have made some changes to some of our incentive programs. We have a wellness incentive program around managing diabetes, and we have revamped that program to incentivize members for controlling their A1C levels. And we have raised the amount of money that they can earn by participating in that program to $100. We're also trying to keep up with technology. So, But let's talk okay. about that because okay. it's the earn part that I'm curious. Okay. It's the earn and use, right? Uh -huh. Right. And so I was reading... Um, I, I guess I uh, went online and got your 2017, you know, short package of, mm -hmm. and um, so I read it a few times, and I think I understand how you how you use. I'm not sure how you earn. You go online and you sign up, and you have to answer some questions. But then, and then once you earn the money, you get a card which you can then use to pay like a deductible, right? Correct. Or well. or. For medication, it act, it's like a sup. It actually supplements your health insurance costs. So, the, so the gateway to our programs is through what we call the Blue Health Assessment, which is um, a questionnaire where you answer some questions about your lifestyle and your health status. You have to be truthful, and you you should be truthful because we yeah, use that tool to then push out some information to you about things that you can do to improve your health status. But once you do the Blue Health Assessment, you earn $50. Just signing up, you earn $50. I saw that. I was yeah. like, that's cool. Right. What yeah. an incentive. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it goes on what we call the My Blue Wellness Card, which is the credit card that members are then sent. And it's got the $50 loaded on it. This is how you... You can't go out and buy a latte with it. You cannot. It. You have to use that money for qualified medical expenses, which is defined by the IRS. So we, we You can, made that very clear in we, your brochure, yeah, we by can't the way. tell you... Frappuccinos are not what's considered a qualified, qualified medical, medical expenses. <laughs> <Right>. no, <laughs> At least not yet. Not. Right. Correct. Members always tell us that they would love to be able to use the money for that. But for they, coffee. They yeah. can't. It yeah. has to be used for, as you said, like paying your copay at your doctor yeah. or at the pharmacy. Yeah, but... But if depending upon which plan you choose, you're going to have a copay. You may have a deductible. Almost everyone has to buy some sort of prescription drug during the year. Yep. Even these healthy kids who get sick and they get, they you know, need an antibiotic. Yeah, they need an antibiotic. Like so it's like right. it's a nice supplement, a cost redu a reducer. But how and easy to use? And then in use the, it just like a credit card. Yeah, it, it seemed what a great idea. Um, and there was the diabetes management program, but there was other programs that you could be in yep. how do you you have to set goals how do you earn more but other than just signing up how do you earn more of those bucks so once you do the bha like i said we will we will push out some information to you specific to like maybe you want to manage your weight or do more exercise and we'll push out information say, saying we've got this great program that you can um, get involved in and one of them is, is an exercise program, for example. 
And if you you set a goal and then you track your progress, and we do do some automa- automated tracking with um, 25 different fitness devices, like a Fitbit is one, where you can set it up to automatically keep track of your steps. And then once you meet the goal that you've set in the program, you would earn $40 toward, that would go onto your My Blue Wellness card. And you can do up to three goals, each earning $40. So that's an additional 120 on top of the $50 that you got for doing the BHA, and that all goes onto your card that you can use. Mm -hmm. The Diabetes Management Incentive Program is obviously specific to members with diabetes, but you can earn $100 just for that program. We also have a Pregnancy Care Incentive Program where pregnant moms can earn $75 on their wellness card just for getting their first um, prenatal visit in in the first trimester. And they send us information um, showing that they have gotten that first prenatal visit, and we load the card with the $75. So we have um, a lot of programs. We're always looking at these programs in ways of beefing them up each year in our negotiations with OPM. So the, so the new one for um, 17 is the diabetes, and then um, just the additional devices that we can um, automatically... Do people buy the devices? Yeah, you have to buy the devices. Yeah, a lot yourself. of people, not- though... Except for me, I mean, it's the in thing, right? The Fitbit, like everywhere you go, there's a Fitbit. There's also ones that are apps that are attached to, you know, if you have a phone. Mm -hmm. Um, My Fitness Pal is an example of one. So there are a number of them uh, that you can Mm -hmm. use. So some of them don't require an additional purchase of an additional apparatus. Some of them you can actually just pick up by downloading an app. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I mean, um, and there are other benefits, and yeah. um, they're just, I don't know that they're new. I think most important for people that want to know, um, we did not raise any of the copays, We did not raise the deductibles. We did not raise any of the coinsurances. So people are very happy to hear that. Which is so unusual considering the rest of the U.S. marketplace right. when you, you know, if you, if you, from what's being reported right. about um, increased health insurance costs that are being passed on to individuals um, because of the, I guess, the competition or lack of competition in the exchanges. Um, And I know just we, you know, we had a substantial increase in our Mm -hmm. own costs. So to be able to not have to raise premiums or co-pays, it's just... So the premiums did go up a little bit. I think on average, it's about 4% across the board. Right. But... Which is almost akin to the cost of living, right? Right. It is. Right. Ours, ours was a little less, um, but yeah, it's. So the benefit yeah, changes nice. are, are all positive benefit changes. They're enhancements to mm-hmm. the benefits. And there's some other things in your um, wellness programs that I did want to point out to listeners that I think are um, potentially could be really sort of terrific things that I th- would have, if I was in the program, I'd take care of. You have access to a registered nurse 24 7 you can call. Absolutely. And I just, I, I, I think, you know, um, you know, sometimes you get pretty sick with a virus or something like that where, you know, you're not necessarily like ready to go to the doctor or ready to go to the emergency room. And I think being able to talk to a registered nurse is very helpful in providing direction. Absolutely. Yeah. That, you know, you can't necessarily get today from your doctor's office. What you get is the receptionist right. and you don't necessarily get a call back. Right. Like I have a sick baby and I don't know if I should go to urgent care or it's immediate. That's yeah. the, really the biggest thing about it, which is what people need. The nurse line is 24-7. Yeah. So there's a bunch of things that people should look at. I'm pleased to be able to have Blue Cross Blue Shield on our show. I'm hoping you'll join us for next year. And Joan, it's always a pleasure to have long-term care partners. And um, we look forward to seeing next year how well the Benefit Fair did. Glad to be here. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you.